You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFP. You can check us out online at packernet.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob B. With me is my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you doing today? Doing well. Uh, had another great Sunday of football and uh, looking forward to the Packer game tonight. So doing very well. Absolutely. And as always, this episode is brought to you by FertileGroundRanch.org. FertileGroundRanch.org. You can check them out online, Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. Yeah, we're having a kind of a weird time. We don't usually record. It's technically still the morning, 11 o'clock on uh, game day, Monday morning. Like Tony said, after a very action-packed weekend of football, we're going to get into that in just a second here. I just really quickly wanted to go over our extreme fantasy football league here that we do uh, with you guys, some of the listeners that are in it. It is a little bit shocking that we're almost a quarter of the way through the season already. It's uh, it goes by really quick, but I figure we'd do a quick update here and just let you know where everybody's at. I will say that this is, it's a 14 person league PPR super flex with two defensive players. So like I said, it's, it was a lot. I thought that it would be a little more, uh, it's, it's it's stressful, definitely, having to worry about the defensive players, but it's been kind of fun up until this point. The only issue is that Paul is currently in first place. Now, that will be with an asterisk because Paul was on auto draft. He claims he drafted like two or three players, but he was at like his, what was he at, like his anniversary dinner, some chump, oh, loser. I don't think that's the truth. I don't think that's it either, but he's currently three and one. He's got a projected record to finish out at 10 and five. He is, he has right now an 85% chance of making the playoffs. Number two is numbskulls with two and two. Uh, they have an 81% chance of making number three is Justin, AKA cheese nuts <laughs> at two and two uh, projected to finish eight and seven. He moved up two spots in the ranking uh, rankings this last week. And now he's at 59% chance of making Lambo leaping on your team is two and two. Uh, also moved up five spots to be at 57%. Hunka Hunka Burning Love is at three and one and um, went down with him. I don't know how that works. And went down and up now with a 46% chance making the playoffs. I'm at two and two. I'm also at 46% chance of making the playoffs. Obi-Wan Mahomey <laughs> at 44% chance. He's sitting at two and two. Mission Impossible at two and two at 39%. Sam's Ingenious Team. You got to change your name, Sam. That's my brother. He's two and two. At a 39% chance and chucking bombs and <clears throat> helping moms is Tony's team <laughs> at two and two with a 31% chance. Mayor of Door County, who I'm facing this week, uh, he's at two and two. 
30% chance. Finally, 12th place is Crane at one and three, 20% chance. Dude, where's my Lamar? <laughs> That's a nice name, too. One and three, 13% chance. And last and also least, Jones and for a win. It's two and two with a 10% chance to win league. So that's where we're at. In case, uh, in case you guys were curious about that, I am finishing up tonight my matchup because I have hopefully, hopefully, I have Aaron Jones playing in multiple of, of my lineups because if not, I'm, I'm screwed if he doesn't play. But specifically in the uh, Extreme League, it's kind of, this is the one bad thing about fantasy or one of the bad things. It does force you sometimes to like secretly cheer against your team because I need Quay Walker and Jaden Reed to basically stay below 26 and a half combined points or else I'm going to lose this matchup. So I don't know how to, they can still have good games and be under 26, right? So that's what I need. Yeah. Absolutely. I got the same type of deal going on. I'm against Jordan Love, Christian Watson, and Josh Jacobs, and I got about a 30-point lead. So probably not going to win, but, uh, you know, I won't be that mad about it because that means the Packers probably put up some points if I do, if I lose. Absolutely. And that game is obviously <laughs> tonight, Monday night football, 7-15 at Allegiant Stadium, the new one in Vegas. I believe they have. Isn't that one that has, like, the retractable half-dome kind of deal if they need, if they want to? It is. It is. Because yeah, it says game time weather will be 91 degrees. I wonder if they maybe even keep that. I don't, I don't know what they do over there. Those crazy Raiders. I'll tell you what. Uh, the Did you see your brother score this week before we get too far off it? I was just looking at the league matchups. Your brother's going to put up like the second or highest score and lose to like a 180. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's That always happens to him. I'm going to hear about it, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll hear all about it. But um, what I was going to think that we should cover quick do you want to look at some of the waiver wire pickups that people are talking about and see if you agree what uh what kind of their consensus is absolutely all right we'll get through this real quick and then we'll go into making some picks for tonight's game this is one that i personally ended up picking up last week and it went wonderful for me curtis samuel curtis samuel of washington wide receiver he's only rostered right now in 14.7 percent of the league's and um, you wouldn't think he'd be having a great target share when he's sharing time with McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. But this last game, he got me basically 20 points. Um, he just seems to be really well-rounded, kind of that, I don't want to call him a scat back, but he, they, he does a lot of things in the backfield. They, they like doing end-arounds with him, giving him some rushing opportunities. And he is just really shifty when he gets the ball. Um, and a lot of people, I think, are focusing a lot of that coverage at sh shutting down McLaurin and Dotson, and he kind of sneaks under the radar, ends up somehow getting on, uh, being covered by some linebackers sometimes. What do you think about Curtis Samuel? I, th I think you're absolutely right. He, he's very shifty. Um, there was always high hopes for him when he was uh, in Carolina, um, him and DJ Moore, neither of whom are still there, which they could probably use him now. Um, but uh, – is it the enemy who came over from Kansas city? You know, he's arguably got three receivers better than he's had his entire tenure in tennis in uh, Kansas city. Mm -hmm. And he's getting pretty creative and letting that quarterback kind of sling the rock a little bit and spread it out. Their offense. Uh, I mean, they're, they're not a great team obviously, but they're putting up some yards and some points. I think uh, Hall has all the one game this year. He's put up over 300 yards. So they're, they're spreading the ball out quite a bit. And uh, the receivers are showing out for it. Dotson's actually having a down year. Uh, yeah. Samuel's been the number two almost this year, most of the time. So, 
Uh, I would agree. I see you've got Logan Thomas down here as well. It was just that's gonna, another guy. He's uh, oh, what's that? I was just gonna say real quick because like Logan Thomas, people <clears throat> thought that he was just shot. Like they, I heard people say that his career was done a few like last year. I think he got hurt again, kind of thing. And then he's quietly, he's a top ten tight end right now, I believe. So, and he's like you said, uh, Howell's tossing the ball all over the place. So he's actually one of those people that. He's sneaky, sneaky good, and he's only rostered in 8.1% of the leagues right now. So, Yeah, I won't say which league of mine that I'm, I'm in, but I've got a, a dynasty league that I'm putting in a waiver wire ad for him with some decent amount of the, the dollars or whatever you put towards him. But he's uh, he's been steady. He, I've been on him for years, and he just kept getting injured, and everyone's kind of given up on him because he got injured every year for like four years. But he's having a really solid year, and he's an athletic, uh, big-body tight end. I agree. Um, what do you think about Justice Hill? It says Hill is competing with at minimum Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson for carries. However, it seems as though he's a staple in the rotation. He'd be hoping for a touchdown starting Hill, but he scored today, giving him three so far this year. I know that you've kind of went back and forth on your uh, your Baltimore running backs, but what do you thought? What are your thoughts <laughs> on him? You know, I've never been a believer in Hill. Um, I, th- I think Harbaugh trusts him. You know, so he's going to keep getting some high-value touches, like red zone type stuff, and they're, the running backs are so spread out right now. But I am really curious. Um, I don't think you have him on the list here, but I think we in our group text with uh, – people probably don't remember Justin because there, there was a guy on the show named Justin, but his wife, you know. Anyways, uh, but there, there's a rookie. Um, I can't remember the guy's name we were talking about, but I think that that guy might uh, – he might be pretty solid. Um Mitchell, I think is his name. I think he's out of ECU. Keaton or Keontae Mitchell? I think it was Keaton Mitchell, yeah. He's coming off of IR. He's really fast. He's a burner, uh, real shifty guy. And I'm curious to see how they um they get him going and how they use him in the offense. Because they need they need some big plays. They need a that Devon A chain, that that type of thing. Dude, um A chain's been a, that that one two punch they have in Miami is insane. It's like I I was not sure about him. Uh so fast. And I drafted him in a Dude, he's crazy. I drafted him in a couple like Empire Dynasty type leagues where I get to keep him for his entire career. And I am very happy that I did that because I did not and I was wrong about him. I wasn't sure if he was gonna be good or not, but I mean, him and are kind of crazy. Speaking of of two running backs on the same team, the last two, and then we'll move on to making some picks here. What are we doing in Chicago? If you are a Chicago fan, or is if you have one of the two backs, or if you're looking to pick up one of these two between Roshan Johnson and Deontay Foreman. It looks like Khalil Herbert's going to be out for at least a few games, it sounds like. Which one of these two running backs are you grabbing if you have your choice? You know, there's a lot of hype on Roshan. I know he's kind of dinged up, too, um, from that concussion, but that he should be back maybe miss a week, maybe not. Um, but the veteran value of Foreman, uh, I think with Fields playing as well as he had, <clears throat> it might be Foreman in there just to, you know, run blocking schemes and stuff to get some more run plays for Fields. So I think ultimately Fields is going to see the biggest bump, but long-term, like season-long, probably Roshan. I think there's a lot of hype there, but if you just need a one-week guy, maybe pick up Foreman. Yeah, that kind of makes sense as to how the the public has them rostered right now as far as uh, who's on the roster, who's not, because Roshan right now is currently on 37.1% of all rosters, whereas Deontay Foreman, at 5.1. So like Tony just said, if you're looking for more of the season long replacement or the 
it looks like maybe even multiple weeks, like we talked about. I we try to maybe get on Roshan, but if you need just a one-week filler, not a bad dart to throw if you're just looking at Deontay Foreman. All right, cool. Let's move on to some make, making some picks. Uh, let's start with DraftKings. We're going to do an NFL showdown, 125K, first down, 20 entry max. First place in this contest gets six grand. I could use some money. I know that first round <laughs> ranch use some money. And Tony, before we get into this, you did win some money this weekend, didn't you? Yeah, so I did a couple different like multi-entry tournaments, and one of them I had a pretty good finish yesterday. I did a uh, it's a three max entry. It was eight dollars, and uh, I'm just bringing it up right now. But I took I think it was fifth. I was about seven points out of first place. But I, it was for like seven hundred dollars, so it was pretty cool. Good pay for the week and, and make a little profit. Um, I had I had almost a perfect lineup going, but I missed on my uh, my tight end. I had Laporta and he had Goddard, um, which I didn't really miss. Laporta had a great game, three for forty seven to two touchdowns, but Goddard beat him by about nine, and I lost by about seven points. So that would have that would have done it for me. Um, there was a Receiver as well. I had Khalif Raymond and Hollywood Brown was in the winning lineup. So there's a couple of pivots I could have made to to make up the points. I did have Goff and the other guy had Dobbs, which I, I cleaned up about 16 there. But it was a good finish. Um, and it's fun to have a good sweat like that, you know, watching it down to the wire at the end of the afternoon games. I think a couple of years ago I had one on the phone with you and I was on a business trip. It was pretty fun as well. So yep. those are always a good time. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so like I said, we're going to do the DraftKings showdown. Uh, what you do here, if you're not familiar, you get six players. One of them is a captain, which means that they get you one and a half times the points. However, they do cost basically one and a half times more expensive than your average uh, salary. So, and we will say to guys a caveat or a little um, notice. Right now, again, it's about 11.20 a.m. Monday morning. We don't fully quite know. It sounds like Devontae Adams is going to go. It sounds like Jones is going to go. It sounds like Jair is going to go. But technically, I still think at this point, they're considered game time decisions. So whatever bets you lock in, just make sure you go back. Once they make those um, those announcements official, you can go back. You can edit most of these content entries. I don't think I've ever played any platform where they don't let you edit it as long as the game obviously hasn't started. So that being said, Tony, do you have any ideas for who you'd want to put in the captain slot? Once again, you want to be a little strategic here because they get one and a half times the points, but they're quite a bit more expensive. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. 
Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Sir, what are you thinking? So I'm looking through right now. Um, you know, Christian Watson's price is still a little uh, lower than it normally is. Right. And he's a guy that can definitely break the slate. Um, he, he's now, I think, probably almost fully healthy. And he had four targets in a tutty last week. Um, so I, I could see him having a huge game. Yep. I like a guy like him or Adams or Jacobs probably in that captain spot. Like you got to have that high score there if you want to win. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I think I'd like to put Watson up there. What do you think? I like that discount completely too, and I think he's just not getting all the love. Yeah, um, like you said, just because we've been kind of easing him in, but they pretty much talked about how he's a full go this this week, and that he's got no restrictions. And these cornerbacks, we talked about it on Clayton's podcast. Uh, I think it's Jacorian Bennett and. Uh, Peters and then their third stringer is even worse. They're at like a 45 PFF grade, a 50, and like a 45. They are not good at what they do. Safeties are a little bit better. I think they're at like 70-ish grades, but those um those corners are garbage. Garbage. So I'm cool with that. Let's lock that one in. And next, now that the uh captains been picked those salaries come down a bit so uh, we have an average remaining salary of 7600 per player we have five more spots to fill what do you got tony what are you thinking here so quarterbacks obviously put up a lot of points consistently if you look at the two garoppolo has been okay um but not great yeah so i think um i think i'd probably put jordan love in there just to stack with watson Absolutely. um and then i'd kind of fill out some raiders in my opinion Neither defense has been great, uh, especially from a fantasy perspective. You're talking like five or less per game outside of week one when we, you know, had the Bears. Um, and so I, I might stay away from defense and kickers. Now that that might be pretty common with, you know, a lot of teams setting up uh, similar lineups. But I'm just I try to think about how the game flow is going to be and and what I think it'll be a high scoring game tonight. So I'll probably put maybe like an Adams and Jacobs in there, and then see what kind of money we've got. You know, when we get down below that. All right. So you want to lock in love? I think that's a great idea because we forget how much love can use his legs if he needs to. I think he's been mm-hmm. averaging. Um, he, he, man, he's people are underestimating the dude's capability to run. So I like that a lot. Love's locked in. And then I, I think we have to put Jacobs at least in there, like you said, right away, just because we're looking at that. He's going against a Packers defense, which ranks 30th overall against the run. I mean, it's. Ugh garbage and as much as i want to say that we could i mean hopefully it'd be one of those things where we start jacobs and pleasantly surprised that we stuffed them but i don't see that happening so lock in jacobs and then i think i mean it's a revenge game for adams you think that we got to lock him in too right yeah i mean you, you always want to try to be different to like win these big tournaments but as far as like you know game flow and a high scoring game his lowest amount of targets this year is eight and his highest is 20 which is astronomical uh he, he's just such a big part of the offense and he's just so good. You know, I don't know if Jair's playing or not tonight, even if he is, I mean, they can move Devonte around and, and get him open, but right. 
I think you you got to put Devonte Adams in your lineup. Yep. All right. So I locked him in there. Our four that we have set is Watson at captain, Love, Jacobs, and then obviously Adams that we just did. We have a remaining salary total of sixty seven hundred, which means per player we have two slots left is thirty three fifty. Now this is where you basically win your tournament, right, Tony? These couple picks here is what it's going to differentiate you. You also though have to be really careful because you're working obviously on a budget. It helps when you know your team because you know that down here in like the very like garbage numbers, you have guys like Deguara, Torre, uh, Amir Abdullah, Austin Hooper, guys that if you know your team, like we know that randomly Torre can get thrown out there and he'll catch like an 18, 20 yard pass and it could be a, possibly be a touchdown. So you have to think about that. Deguara, they don't seem like they've been using him much more than a, any sort of kind of glorified blocking role and maybe some like little tiny quick out and in routes and that kind of stuff. Hunter Renfro, if you're looking at the uh, at Las Vegas side, he's having a really bad year. He ranks 111th out of 113 wide receivers, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And he has like a, again, a garbage PFF grade, but he'd randomly, I could see him going off against us. But then what are you thinking, Tony? Cause we're at that area where maybe you'd have to, if we spent money on like a Musgrave, that leaves us with 1500 bucks left. So, I mean, if we got to start looking at what we could and couldn't do realistically here. Uh, if we go Musgrave, <clears throat> I don't hate Austin Hooper. Um, yeah, they have him at 600 bucks, and he's their starting tight end. It, uh, yeah, he's very cheap. I know mean, he hasn't done a lot, but that rookie that they drafted has been almost absent this he, entire year. You um, and he looks horrible. Yeah, he really doesn't look very good. Uh, maybe he's been dinged up or so. I don't know tight ends, rookie tight ends take a I while would, to get. There. That would diff- I mean, a lot of people I bet you aren't going to have that lineup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I was listening to a podcast this morning when I was getting my kid ready for school, and um, there, there's a lot of a lot of the single game slates this year have been won with like kickers and defenses. Um, so maybe to be different, since everybody's kind of trending that way, if there is, you know, if there is a lot of scoring and neither defense or kicker scores a lot. This would be a great team to have. Um, Hooper, you know, he could catch four balls for, you know, 30 yards and maybe gets a touchdown. And then that's a huge, huge win for us. Right. Um, but yeah, I like that team quite a bit. All right. I do too. I'm going to update that, lock it in. And we are all set. Boom. I like that a lot. That. Okay. So I want to jump over to, let's do underdog. Because I had, uh, they have a lot of really cool stat lines. I don't always like underdog, but when I do, why not? All right, yeah. here we go. They have oh, man, I almost had a Did I tell you I was one Pittman catch away from a five pick last night on underdog? What would that have been for? I don't remember what I had it on there for maybe 250 or something. Gotcha. All right, so, yeah, like I said, there are a lot a lot, a lot, a lot of options here on underdog. What I still like about underdog too, is it gives you a couple, um, if you look through the stat lines, it's again, doing higher or lower of whatever they set for basically that um, stat line. And the earlier you set your bets, the more of these options you have, but they have these little chili peppers next to it, or for whatever reason, they'll increase the bet by as high as sometimes I've seen two and a half times. They're usually for a little bit more kind of oddball stats and maybe from riskier players and that kind of stuff. But as it gets closer and closer to game time, you tend to have those go away. And a lot of these stat lines go away for whatever reason. There's probably too much money on those certain 
stats or something like that. Um, so right now, the only two spicy ones that I see that are left, yeah, would be ooh, that Preston Smith gets a sack, Rashawn Gary gets a sack. Those are offering 1.25 times the bet. And then the other two would be ah, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, which I still can't believe. Throw a couple at me. I'll tell you what I think. All right. So Jordan Love, they got his passing yards set at 234.5. Passing touchdowns, one and a half. Rushing yards, 15 and a half. That kind of is interesting. Um, I, I really, We always land on his rushing yards, but I do like it. It was low last week, but I could see him uh, moving the ball around, especially if it's a high-scoring game. Yeah, I like his completions. I like his pass plus rush yards. I like his fantasy points. I, I like a lot of his to be over. I don't know if he'll throw a pick. I mean, we seem to protect him with some uh, – as long as our line holds up, we give him some pretty easy stuff, and he's looked pretty composed in the pocket, so maybe under on the interceptions. So, um, yeah, I I know that they emphasized trying to get him to throw more checkdowns and more like intermediate balls and less that he just like chuck bombs you know but i don't know i still like that rushing yards to kind of go over but i i could be wrong yeah go rushing i like that one want to do rushing yards over okay yeah we're gonna go higher than 15 and a half rushing yards for jordan love if you scroll down to aaron jones again he's possibly a game time decision let's skip him for now just in case christian watson he can either get the um Either gets one touchdown catching or receiving, and they give you a one and a half times multiplier if you get that correct. So, do you want to try? I mean, I just I feel like the dude's going to score a touchdown. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Will he score one or not? I think he will. That's really weird. You have different stat lines than I do right now. You do? I do. I don't have a touchdown one on Watson. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you on the mobile one? Yeah, I'm on my phone while we're recording it. Uh-huh. Um, we we like to get him the ball in the red zone. Even last week, he only had four targets, and one of them was a touchdown. So I don't hate him getting a getting a touchdown. All right, let's do that. Romeo Dobbs, four receptions higher, lower seven targets higher, lower. So there's a lot of talk about with Watson and Jones coming back. Like, who, which part of the offense suffers? There's some um, some pros call them that think Musgrave's going to suffer, but I think he's a pretty solid consistent part of the game plan i think it's more reed and dubs that might suffer uh in my opinion and, and romeo has been really solid so i really think reed is uh like the six to 6.5 targets for Jaden reed i think that might be lower that sounds smart yeah i just don't know i mean we're not going to throw the ball 50 times right right i kind of like that too all right i'm locked that in chick, chick, chick. i think we got to switch you. over to some Raiders right now. Okay. Garoppolo set at 15.75 fantasy points, 32 and a half passing attempts. Uh, Jacobs, basically, if he scores a touchdown or not, that one might be a little bit interesting there to jump on. I feel like he's going to get the rock. Devontae, they gave yeah. the same thing. <laughs> I feel like Devontae's going to score, dude. I say we put in Jacobs uh, rushing or receiving touchdowns is higher. Yeah. And maybe Adams, we go receptions because it's only six, and he's getting, you know, that one game he only had eight targets, but other than that, he's well, looking at 12 targets. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All right, let's do that. So just to recap, we got Jordan Love is going to rush higher than 15 and a half rushing yards. 
Christian Watson's going to score a touchdown. Jaden Reed is going to get lower than six and a half targets. Mr. Josh Jacobs will score a touchdown. And Devontae Adams will will have higher than six receptions. That all sound that sounds right now very, very doable, very logical. Uh let's see. So if I go ahead and if we do the five out of five, we're doing that, right? We don't want to do the insurance one. Go for gold, right? Yeah, you gotta go. Uh really that that's the way those sites make out like bandits, because if you're gonna make those five pick wagers, you gotta yeah. actually get the maximum payout, you know, for that ratio it actually was you the clip that you hit them. Sure. So I'm just gonna go ahead and set a five dollar wager. If we get the five out of five, it'll pay a one fifty out to us because of some of those modifiers we have in there, like I tried to explain so <laughs> gracefully. Tony, <laughs> help me. Out there. So I'm going to go ahead and lock this what in. What does plus one half touchdown mean? But one half. Words come out my mouth hole. Five correct pays up to 150. I'm going to lock that in. Sweet. And awesome. good to go there. Now, before we get out of here, I want to jump over to prize picks because they had some, some also fun ones to look at, with just a little bit different stat lines. So let me see here. Perfect. What do you think about prize picks, Tony? Are you a big fan? Uh, I like, I like it. I've, I've kind of grown more on an underdog just because uh, I've got a lot of best ball leagues that I watch that I, you know, drafts that I do in the year, but I do like, I do like prize picks. There's a new one I saw an ad for too. Um, better B-E-T-R you heard of that one? I have not just when I need another app on my phone alright <laughs> yeah. so I haven't gotten into it too much but I think it's the same concept alright so prize picks is basically kind of the same concept here we're just going higher lower they've got Jordan Love set at 235 and a half passing yards Garoppolo at 242 and a half otherwise for rush yards Jordan Love's at 15 and a half once again Jones at 50 and a half. We got Josh Jacobs at 74 and a half and Garoppolo at four and a half. Um, I thought, hey, check this out. Are you looking at this live on your phone? Like the picks? I'm looking at it on the on my desktop, but yeah. You see where it says specials? They've got a Acuna Jr. and Jordan Love. Oh, I saw that. Uh, that's kind of cool. I like that. It's total bases plus passing touchdowns. Uh, I think that's a, that's a great pick. Should we do that and pick the over? Yeah, for sure. All right, I locked that in. I saw that the other day, and I they also have this NFL first quarter, and basically it's if uh, between. Wow, look at that! That seems like a easy money, right? So the Josh Jacobs, Adams, and Jones. Basically, if any of them get a, a touchdown in the first quarter, come on, come seems on! Seems like a, I like that. Come on, come on! Forget about it. All right, and then the field goals made combo. That's kind of a fun one, too. Did you see that? Daniel Carlson and Anders Carlson, brothers. All they have to do is make one field goal between the two of them. Come on, come on, come on. Is that a first quarter bet? Yeah. Huh. What do you think about that? This would be a This is a fun one. Yeah, I mean, I could see, you know, like a 7-3 first quarter or something, right? That's not that bad, or a 10-3, you know. Yeah, I mean, it would be a pretty exciting first quarter. However, you want to look at it, but it's not that far off, right? No, I don't. I don't hate it at all. Or should we pick that there's not a field goal at all? Because I could see that as well. No, I'm gonna go for the. We're right, We're gonna go the over. 
That's fun. All right. I had fun just now. I had fun. That was fun. Now, <laughs> this one I thought would be a little interesting to do. Punts. Just the total number of punts within the game. They've got both our Daniel Whelan and their AJ Cole set at four punts total. Even want to touch this one or no? Four total for either guy? Yes. I could see us forcing four punts. On them? Yeah, so that they're punter to have four more. You think so? Okay. Four or more? Yeah. I, 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 like I think there'll be a lot of back and forth in this game, but I think some of the drives might be quick set. Gotcha, gotcha. See if in a real low, slow game. All right. Passing attempts. They're both at 32 and a half. We just need one more to complete our bet. What do you think about that? 32 and a half passing attempts for Jordan Love and or Jimmy Garoppolo. <sighs> That's all. We go back up to fantasy score. So this one's, ooh, I've got a lot of good ones here. They say Christian Watson's only set at 10 and a half. That seems, same with Dobbs. Musgrave is only set at seven. That seems very low. Yeah, because Musgrave could, you know, <clears throat> he could have a 10-yard touchdown. Be good. Right, uh, I like the Musgrave. You like the Musgrave? I think so. Seven seems pretty low, man. Yeah, it does seem low. All right. Uh, I feel like we should lock that in. Let's do it. All right. So, just to recap here the Ronald Acuna Jr. and Jordan Love together, if they get three over three and a half total bases stolen slash. Touchdown passes, we will win that bet. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, or Aaron Jones, we're betting that one of the three of those gentlemen are going to get some sort of either rushing or receiving touchdown in the first quarter, as well as betting that between the brothers of Daniel Carlson and Anders Carlson, one of them is going to make a field goal in that first quarter. We're going to bet that A.J. Cole, the punter for the Raiders, is going to punt over four times in this matchup, and that our own tight end, Luke Musgrave, is going to have over 7.0 fantasy points scored. I'm going to place a bet of $10 to win 100 You cool with that, Tony? I like it. Walker in. Uh-oh. Can't have more than one touchdown stat per team. Really? So that means I got to get rid of the Jordan Love's touchdown stat or the three or the first quarter one once you get rid of the first quarter one one with all the three boys okay yeah well if you grab like a a receptions or yardage receiving one for somebody receiving yards what do you think they have aaron jones at only 17 and a half receiving yards that's not bad take the over on that yeah i mean when he's healthy he Seems to catch a lot of balls. We might have to take a look at tonight, but I feel comfortable with that. Okay. I think if he doesn't go, I think they'll, I think they'll zero it out, just make it a one less pick entry type of thing. They're actually pretty cool about that as well. Um, all right, so I just locked that in. Just to recap again, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Jordan Love are going to get over three and a half total bases stolen slash pass touchdowns. Carlson brothers are going to get a field goal in the first quarter. AJ Cole is going to have. Over four punts in the game. Luke Musgrave is going to have over 7.0 fantasy points scored. And our Aaron Jones is going to return and 
catch over 17 and a half receiving yards in this game. Okay. I like that. That's cool. Is there anything else that you want to talk about quick before we get out of here, Tony, or where do you thinking? Uh, I'm curious. I was going to look it up real quick. What the spread is on the game tonight. Oh, you what know are you what? thinking about the game itself? We didn't really talk about that. We were all fantasy, all business. That's true. We have we have a few minutes here. Let's get into that real quick. I think the last spread I saw, unless I'm crazy, was minus two. The Raiders are minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. I would. I mean, the okay. over unders at forty five. I was gonna say over under. ESPN's showing forty five and a half. Yeah. Uh. I don't hate the Packers maybe by the hook and take it plus three. I don't I don't hate the over either. I don't I mean I I know our defense has had some moments this year, but I really don't think either defense is very good. And we there's a lot of big names that can score points in bunches uh that'll be playing on some, some fast turf tonight. So uh um, yeah, I don't I don't hate that at all. Especially if again, this is right around noonish on Monday, so this could change, but right now it shows that Nate Hobbs, it was, I think was their best cornerback. He's out officially. Jacorian Bennett, who I almost hope plays because the dude is terrible. Terrible. He's the rookie. He's questionable. Marcus Epps, their safety, who's decent, is questionable, and obviously then Devontae is questionable. So we could have a situation there. We're not going to have Devondre. We're not going to have Zane Anderson, which doesn't matter. He has not been on the field. Hopefully Rudy Ford's a go and uh, Alexander's ago. If that's the case, I really do see us kind of maybe shutting them down, but I do still kind of like that over. Um, yeah, man. If I, we could get up to an early lead too, I wouldn't hate like Garoppolo uh, pass attempts that 32 and a half or whatever. Right. Because if we could jump out to an early lead, uh, it, it would be, you know, they're, they're just going to be in comeback mode. And then it really gives our defense some opportunistic moments to, you know, grab one of those pick sixes or something like we've had this year. Yeah. Maybe your boy Quay could bring one to the Heezy. Nice. Yeah, and guys, this is kind of like, I don't want to say it's exactly in the same situation that we're in because it's not. This is for them to hold on and tie for second place. Well, not tie, just to stay relevant in their division with Kansas City pulling away and with Los Angeles you know, kind of doing its thing, and they're right there in the gutter with Denver, whereas uh, we would be – kind of solidifying, our, solidifying ourselves as the standalone number two in the NFC North. And I don't know what you think about Detroit, but to me, they're starting to look like top four, top five teams in the NFL. And I thought that I was, I was hoping this wasn't going to happen, but I really do think that they could be good for a while. Dan Campbell seems to have that team kind of playing like knee biters, ankle biters, whatever the hell he said. Yeah, I mean, I know what we looked like without our two best players on offense or two, two of our starters, uh, and they looked garbage. They looked pretty strong without Amon Ra and Gibbs uh, yesterday. That that team is firing on all cylinders. If they keep that going or even improve throughout the year, that defense is playing pretty solid. That Hutchinson guy is a monster. Did you see that interception he had? The one <laughs> interception. Yeah. It, yeah, that's some freak stuff right there. He's a, he's uh, a baller. So I I hate to see it, but you know. They, uh, they've been down for a while, so they're finally putting a team together. Yeah, but you know what? At least the Bears still suck. That's true. Although, I don't know, Fields like blacked out and looked like a quarterback again this week. Oh, well, got it, yeah. Hopefully that figures itself out. 
Although we do need them to win just like three or four games so that they don't get the first two draft picks and they continuously perpetuate the cycle of them sucking. So that's that's what I hope for. But anyways, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get this out and hopefully to you so that you can get it downloaded and uh, or uploaded and hopefully help you out with some uh, some picks if you want to start that tonight. We'll try to get it out and release by noon 30-ish Monday. So if you're hearing this, Thank you for listening. You can check out FertileGroundRanch.org, FertileGroundRanch.org. Tony, you got anything real quick you can tell we, uh, before we leave? Justin, we're thinking about you tonight. You know, weeknight, trying to watch a game. Who's Justin? Around. Remember that guy with the black eyes? Oh, that's right. Yeah, with all the bruises. Yeah. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, be praying for you, Justin. So anyways, as always... Go pack, go and I'm ready. Also, let's say real quick, we we forgot to say our prayers for Paul, man. Paul caught the Rona. He'd love to be here right now, but he can barely talk. He's been bedridden for days. He doesn't know if he's gonna make it. He's a giant man child. Yeah, and uh we, we need to be thinking of him. I called him right before we went to record to see if he wanted to do it, and dude, ugh, it was just disgusting. Just a disgusting <laughs> human. Today, today is significantly better than two days ago. I've known Paul for almost 30 years, and I've never heard him sound so awful as I did on Saturday. I was like, don't call me. Go, go, go to bed. I don't want to talk. All right, Paul. Prayers for you. Justin, prayers for you that you heal up well. And uh, as we said, go Pat, go. F Tom Brady. Let's get a W. We'll see you next time. Later.